Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit brumradio.com. Good afternoon. You're listening to Brum Radio. I'm Dave Massey. I'm joined on the telephone by James Williams of JW Theatres, which manage the Blue Orange Theatre in Jewelry Quarter in Birmingham. James, good afternoon. How are you? Hi, Dave. I'm very well. How are you? I'm, I'm really good today. Um, as we're pre-recording this, I'm off to the theatre tonight. And it's just, I haven't been since October into any theatre. So it's just really exciting just to be able to be going back to the And you're actually back in your theatre at this moment uh, at Blue I Orange am. in Jewelry Quarter. Yeah, and it's slightly surreal to actually yes. be back in a venue actually doing work. It's been a very long year for the arts, I think. So, yes. yeah, I, I share your excitement of going to the theatre this evening. How, how long have you been able to come back to your theatre for? Uh, so we're not currently open to the public. Yeah. We're kind of getting everything back into the state to reopen mm-hmm. in July. Um, but we have got some, we've got a drama school that's based here, so the students are back in. It, it definitely oh, feels wow. like we're moving forward yeah. after quite a long time. You know, I've never had so many Zoom meetings in <laughs> my life, um, it... as I'm sure is the case for a lot of people. Yeah. But it's nice to be back yeah, in person, creating has... stuff again. Has it changed the way that you use tech? Has it changed the way that you um, get <laughs> well, around and yeah. things? For sure. I mean, I'm I'm not the most technical person. Anyone who knows me will tell you this. So it's been quite an interesting experience. Yes. I mean, I'm having so many meetings now online, yeah. even though we're allowed to still have them in person. Actually, I think it's opened up a whole load of um, opportunities mm-hmm. for companies. You know, I'm liaising with people, not just in the UK, but also over in New York, for example. I had wow. a call last week. It, it's really it's really great, actually. Yes. It's opened up a lot of doors. I've been hearing about people who've been doing online production and online productions and the productions being viewed in like 30 countries, which is just such an exciting sort of frontier to be able to have theatre broadcast into. It'd be nice to see those kind of things continue as well in the future. I I absolutely agree. And your your role at um, at, at the theatre is artistic director and chief executive. Um, But what we're talking about today is a play that you've written yourself and directed yourself um, called The Wicked Lady. Um, And you're looking for this to have its world premiere in uh, this this September, October. It's going to run from the 28th of September until the 10th of October at Blue Orange. Um, how How has this production come about? Well, it's actually something that's been in my life for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in Hertfordshire, just north of London. Yes. And this is a, a, based on a tale that I've known mm-hmm. since I must have been about, I must have been six or something. I was very, very young. And you know, I heard this ghost story um, that everyone in that area knows about. And it, it relates to a, a, a highway woman. And she was real. She's, you know, been proven to have existed as a person and then since then that was hundreds of years ago she was around since then there's been lots of spooky eerie tales you know how people kind of folklore people share these stories and i remember a family barbecue i think it was Mm -hmm. like this story being shared around a barbecue about this wicked lady um and if you still go to areas of hertfordshire at a certain time of night you'll hear the like hooves of her horse and there's just really chilling stories that people share and i just i'm fascinated by it i think lots of people are interested in the afterlife and the idea of ghosts and i've always thought it would make a lovely play and about 10 years ago i got the opportunity to workshop it so it didn't have a production it was just a kind of a closed rehearsal process 
um, where we played around with some ideas about how you could take something yes. that people were so interested in and put it on stage. Um, so yeah, we did that 10 years ago and this sort of feels like the right time to do it. We've mm -hmm. gone back to the drawing board a little bit because 10 years, obviously quite a long time. Yes. So we're, we're going back to the drawing board and we're trying to basically just make it the scariest play that we can. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's a bizarre situation where the production team sit down and make a list of all the things that might scare people and think, well, how do we get this all in a show? Yes. Um, but I like that it's kind of fused between that, that real life history. Yeah. Um, and then obviously a lot of dramatic license. Mm -hmm. It's not a documentary. It's kind of influenced by that story, but we've created our own narrative and our own journey with the piece. When I was a kid, going to a, a, a house that was sort of in dis disarray or disrepair was classed as trespassing. And mm -hmm. in 2021, YouTube likes to call it urban exploring. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you see... Um, has that fed further into your ideas for how you demonstrate this production? Yeah, I think so. I think actually everyone loves to be scared. Mm -hmm. it's, it's really, really interesting. And I think that fear and laughter sit quite close together. Yes. So there's times where we've tried things out and we've made somebody jump and the way that they deal with it is, is by laughing. And so actually, even though fear could be scary i think people it gets the adrenaline going and i think people really actually enjoy being in that environment where something makes them jump but they know they know that they're safe and so it's kind of pushing that like danger boundary a little bit yes um and it's been fascinating as well like sometimes on my facebook the adverts for the show come up and i click onto the comments and just have a little nosy at what people are saying um, and sometimes people are say they're tagging a friend and saying, oh, can we go and see this? And their friend is saying, oh, it's going to be absolutely terrifying. I'm going to be hiding the whole time. Yeah, when shall we book? Mm -hmm. So I think there is that thing of people want to be scared. People want yeah. something that's going to make them jump. And also, I think they want to have a good story. At the heart of this, it's a really good ghost story. Yeah. Birmingham people, I don't know if you've noticed this, Birmingham people are absolutely the worst for laughing when they're nervous. Yeah. Um, we're really terrible about it. And if you watch news stories where Birmingham people are featured, and it can be really horrifically serious things, the person from Birmingham will get to the end of what they've got to say and they will grin really yeah. massively. And it could be a car crash. It could be someone's in the neighbourhood has passed away. And you'll see this huge um, smile or giggle come onto their face. And it's not that they didn't take it seriously. It was that they were masking how nervous they were. And I always find that really fascinating that our nerves come out in this kind of our way in Birmingham to really kind of laugh our way through things. Um, yeah, and I, I found that people in Birmingham are very warm, like lovely people. And so I think, yeah, they don't mask their emotions as much. Like things are much more on the surface mm -hmm. as I found it to be in London. I find sometimes that in london you're programmed to be a certain way you know you leave your house you get on the tube you go to work you come home it, it feels a lot more yeah. official whereas i've made some lifelong friends since moving to birmingham and i think everyone's just very warm and like you say people people handle terrible events differently yes i, th I think that's absolutely true and you're going to be cheering us up all over the summer with productions um at, at um at blue orange as well you've got a birmingham fest uh, coming back for july uh, and yep. then the dinosaur show is a family show that you've got coming up in August. 
as well. Yeah, so Birmingham Fest is a festival of new writing. So anybody locally can get involved. They can contact Birmingham Fest and get their show programmed at the theatre. Quite often it tends to be people who are maybe thinking of going up to the Edinburgh Fringe Mm -hmm. Festival and they sort of try their show out here first of all. Um, So that's the last couple of weeks of July, which is going to be great. Um, And then, yeah, the whole of August, we've got the Dinosaur Show, which is actually another world premiere. Wow. Um, But it's not produced by me. It's produced by another company who are opening the show here. Mm -hmm. And then they've got big plans to take it elsewhere. But it it basically is uh, an adventure for anybody who loves dinosaurs. It's obviously pitched at the kind of kids audience. But I think there's so many families coming and grandparents are buying to bring grandchildren along Brilliant. Um, and they get to meet some uh, absolutely huge dinosaurs actually mm-hmm. we had the company came down a few weeks ago and they wanted to make sure the t-rex was going to fit within the theater wow um so yeah the dinosaurs are wonderful Brilliant. like it's going to be such a good it's got an original score it's really going to be quite epic so that's in for all of august that's a fantastic opportunity to have that three, come along. three shows a day as well so wow really they're going to be yeah. very tired at the end of that <laughs> Absolutely. Fantastic. You get to meet them as well. That's the other thing I should say. So there's the show. Yes. And at the end, um, you can kind of interact with some of the uh, the dinosaurs as well. Oh, that's absolutely fantastic. We can uh, we can find uh, your website at blueorangetheatre.co.uk. Uh, you've also got a special website just for the Wicked Lady. Yeah, that's yeah. People can book either through the Blue Orange Theatre or they can go to wickedladylive.com. Yes. We also, yeah, we've given it its own website because we feel like there might be other things we want to do with it. We're yes. heavily influenced by scare mazes. Like, I, I just adore going to scare mazes at Halloween. Wow. And so we're kind of trying to fuse some of that into the show as well. Brilliant. Um, I'm sure it'll be uh, a, a tremendous opportunity, especially having a world premiere in Birmingham. What a lovely, lovely thing to be able to do as well. Yeah, it's one of the things that we are quite passionate about, yes. creating new work in Birmingham. And then hopefully it'll go on to life elsewhere and all those have been made here in the jewelry board. So I think it's cool. I just want to make more new work. And hopefully there'll be a, an exciting chance for people to come down and see productions that uh, you've got the anniversary because you've got your 10th anniversary coming up for for uh, Blue Orange as well. I saw, I saw there was anniversary productions uh, yeah, detail for later the, on. This year is uh, 10 years since the theatre first opened and the production of 39 Steps yes. happening, which has been a real success at the show at the theatre, sorry, before. Um, so that's available to book for September. Brilliant. Um, and yeah, I mean, people are really buying into this ghost story because we've been on sale for a couple of weeks and lots of the tickets have already gone. Amazing. So, it, yeah, it's brilliant, and I think I think we're really looking forward to having a proper audience back in the theatre. We've got lots of COVID secure measures. I'm just really looking forward to to welcoming everybody back. James, that's absolutely brilliant to hear about. And the Wicked Lady is from the 28th of September until the 10th of October at Blue Orange Theatre. Check out blueorangetheatre.co.uk with JW Theatres, and this is written and directed by James himself. Um, James, thank you so much uh, for thank chatting you, about this. Yeah, lovely to speak to you again. And to you, and we'll we'll catch up a bit closer to the time that this is uh, ready to go. Uh, I think that would be Definitely. really lovely. Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.